Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Jingle jangle, it's the first annual First Ballot Podcast Holiday Spectacular. Starring your host, me, Neil, with special guest, producer Jessica Sang, and editor Rob Babarucci, with appearances from Stone Cold E.T., my brother Michael, who stole my Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, Scotty Pippen rookie cards, the immortal, snotty drippin', and many, many more. Plus, a special visit from the man up north. It's straightforward Santa Claus. All for your ears on this Yuletide special. It's the first ballot holiday spectacular. Let's go. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. If you celebrate anything this season, I hope you're healthy and happy with family and friends. I hope it's warm wherever you are. Maybe you've got some hot chocolate in that insulated mug your brother-in-law got you. That's actually a perfect gift. All I've ever wanted to do in life was host a holiday spectacular. Today's my big shot. Today's episode will be different than the rest. We're not judging a sports moment today. We're going to answer some questions from you, the listeners. We're going to have a lot of fun. And we're going to have some special guests. None more special than this show's producer, Ms. Jessica Sang. Jessica, thank you for being on the show today. Yay! So happy to be on. How are you? I am well. How are your um, holidays so far? Oh, the best. Listen, Jessica, nobody party. cares. We got to get into the holiday fun. Are you ready, Jessica? I'm ready. All right, first up, when I think of Christmas specials, I think of singing Christmas carols. I don't sing, but this is a holiday special. I don't know this, but I don't. Let's just move forward. Keep all this in. Here we go. I don't know the words. Here we go. I don't want a lot for Christmas. This nothing been nothing. I've about the presents underneath the Christmas tree. I don't want you for my own boy. That's not a I just want you for my own More than you will ever know Make my wish come true Baby, all I want for Christmas is you Oh, yeah! Fade that out. That was fantastic. That was a lot of fun, Jessica. How did you think that went? Um, It was... It went, it went well. I think you have the voice of an angel. I didn't know the lyrics, but if I... I mean, I know them, but I didn't know... I mean, if if I heard her singing, I could sing along. Like, I would know. But I I had to have to hear her. In the karaoke version, I need to be able to see the words. Whatever. Okay, let's go to some questions from our listeners. We solicited for questions and comments. You all sent some in. Jessica will be reading them. Here we go, Jessica. You can ask the first question. Joey Garcia asked, How come you haven't done any soccer moments will you do them eventually 
Uh, great question. It's not. Thanks, Joey, for listening to the show. It's not that I don't know soccer. It's that I don't even understand the sport. I don't. I don't know the rules. I don't know anything about the strategy. I don't know. Offsides confuses me, and, and offsides confuses me in all sports. Uh, I don't understand how flopping could be such a serious part of the game. And I don't understand the usage of time, which seems very, very fundamental to any sport. Baseball, it ends when it ends. But, like, you know you have to get through nine innings. Basketball is like a timed thing. They're not like who would play, who would win in a basketball game if you played for a month. They give you 48 minutes. There's like a set amount of time. And then what you you see all the timeouts, they go timeout and then and then the, everybody goes to their bench and the time stops. The clock stops. Or or the refs go there's a commercial stop the game and like the time stops. In soccer sometimes the game just stops and like you don't know what's going on. There's no like clock that you can watch. They just randomly throw time on, which seems so fundamental to the sport. So I don't get it. I don't get how time works in the game, which seems insane to me. So I'm not really like a giant soccer fan. I, that said, I did recently watch my second ever full soccer game. It was the world cup final. And that was a great match. I have to admit it was a lot of fun to watch. I know a lot of people consider Messi the best soccer player ever, uh, which is fascinating to me because I don't know anything about him. Uh, I, I think he's widely considered the best to ever do it. Right? In the biggest sport that's ever existed on the planet, I know nothing about the guy. LeBron has like 140 million Instagram followers, and Messi has 400 million. His World Cup trophy post, the most liked Instagram post ever, I think it's like 66 million as of this taping. So I, I can't understand the scope of how big he is. Plus, he's like arguably the best ever. So I had to watch this game when I sort of learned that his coronation and winning his first World Cup could be in his last World Cup game. I was like, I got to check this out. So I did watch it. It was a blast. Maybe. I hope we do an episode on, on maybe that match. We'll bring on somebody that knows soccer and can sort of teach me about it. Um, congrats to Messi and those Argentinians fantastic and, and hats off to Mbappe who is again just a monster uh, uh, hold on here wait a minute What did, did I did you just hear that Jessica what oh who's come on in who is it who's here oh look <laughs> it's it's the star of Silver Screen Blake Lively from the Payment Benz episode that's episode 33 Blake Thanks for coming, but you cannot stay. I don't want to stay. I want to go with you. <laughs> okay, Blake Lively's Boston accent, everyone. Thanks so much for swinging by. You know, Jessica, Christmas at the first belt Hall of Fame means one thing. Snotty dripping in my tweets real AF getting in a Twitter fight over Kobe Bryant that turns into an almost fight in Temecula, California. And we'll never do a first belt holiday spectacular without hearing from one of these two gentlemen. And since my tweets real AF has disappeared, never to be seen or heard from ever again, nor would he ever probably give us the time of day, we asked the Christmas legend himself, Snotty Drippin', what it's been like since he was inducted to the First Bout Hall of Fame. Here's what he had to say. Well, here's a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. Season's greeting from me, Snotty Drippin', uh, to all of the listeners out there. It was an honor and a privilege to come on and talk some basketball and talk some Temecula 
And uh, yeah, since I've been inducted, you know, I haven't had to pay for a meal. <laughs> My credit score went up by 200 points. Look at that. Um, Look at that. I'm at like a 12, a 1200 somehow. Um, my I went out to look for my car and uh, I was like, hey, what's my car? Who's, who parked this Tesla in my spot? Brand new Tesla showed up. Uh, yeah, my life changed for the better. So yeah, just just it. being being part of the first ballot pod had really changed the whole outlook of my life. Everything's better now. My cholesterol went down. <laughs> my my blood pressure evened out. Uh, I credit all to you, first ballot pod. So thank you. Seasons greetings. Everyone out there, have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you, Snotty Drippin'. The guy fought on Christmas Day. He, fought, he, he got in a fight with a guy on Twitter. became a real fight, almost in Temecula. It's a great episode. Listen to it. It's in our library. Uh, thanks for Snotty for, for coming on the, the 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 Holiday Spectacular. Jessica, you're, what are the next questions? You got another question here? Yes. Tim in Ohio asked, was there a moment that made you decide to do this podcast? Uh, yes. I mean, I, I, I love, uh, all sports moments, but the one that I guess that really sort of stuck out was, uh, Iverson over Lou, which I did with Nick Weiger in the library. Uh, because it was, well, because I'm a Laker fan. Um, and because I remember how I felt watching it, I was very scared of Iverson. Um, and because it was a great moment and like he hits the shot and he steps over Lou, it was like awesome. But the Sixers then get absolutely fucking steamrolled. Like they get destroyed. But the great thing about it is that moment, Matt, it matters. Like that moment really, really matters. And that is fascinating to me. The difference between this thing being funny or entertaining or great and something really mattering. And, and that, 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 uh, that moment does. So I guess that's the answer to that. Thomas from New York asked, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Great question. I think Home Alone is a near perfect movie. It is stands the test of time. It is funny always. It's literally dream casting to pair Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern as two criminals. Macaulay Culkin, role of a lifetime, obviously. Catherine O'Hara, masterclass performance. The score is perfect. The writing is exquisite. No matter how good you think that movie is, it's better. Good fucking luck coming up with a better one-two punch than Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Honestly, Daniel Stern, I've said this before, my my winter style icon. The uncle's really good. It's the type of movie that should last forever. Let's listen to my favorite scene together. This in the movie, this is when Macaulay Culkin takes the zip line over to his treehouse, and and uh, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are in the window looking for him. Where'd he go? Maybe he committed suicide. <laughs> That's outrageous because the idea that Daniel Stern believes that the lead character of this Christmas movie committed suicide is so funny. That's outrageous. Here we go. Let's, uh, the follow is, is genius. Down here, you big horse's ass. Come and get me before I call the police. Let's get him. Wait, wait. It's just what he wants us to do. It's to go back downstairs through his funhouse so we get all tore up. You gotta call the cops. He's not calling a, from a treehouse. <laughs> that, line, that line from Joe Pesci is so funny. We should all be quoting it every day. 
to 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 <laughs> he's so angry with Daniel Stern to cut him off and to bark from a treehouse. Let's listen to it again. Truly just amazing. It's to go back downstairs through his funhouse so we get all tore up. You gotta call the cops! He's not calling the from a treehouse! Oh what a perfect movie. Home Alone times a thousand. That's my answer. Um Jen in LA asked, Do you have a dream guest? I do. I do. You know, I'm going to say I have two dream guests. Number one, David Letterman. Uh, I've watched David Letterman interview people and do his show for years and years and years. A huge, a huge Letterman devotee. Uh, and my second answer is Stromile Swift. Because I think Stromile Swift is at the heart of this podcast. The, he's at the heart of the idea of this podcast. Do most people know Stromile Swift? No. Do the people that know Stromile Swift really, really love Stromile Swift? Yes. Did Stromile Swift ever play like meaningful basketball? Not really. But was Stromile Swift just a bad motherfucker? Absolutely. Without question. Stromile Swift, I love him so much. I want him on the show. I just want to talk to him about just fucking ripping dunks. That'd be a goddamn blast. Stromile Swift, come on the show. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I think I heard. Did I hear the doorbell? I don't think I heard it yet because I can't. Oh, here it is. Oh, who is it? Someone's at the door, Jessica. Let's see. <gasps> Look who it is. It's straightforward Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Yes, I, I took a quick trip to town and visited with some kids and asked what they wanted and, and drifted in and out of my Santa voice. Oh, great, Santa. Let's let's listen to the clip. Oh, oh, oh. What do you want for Christmas, little girl? I want a dinner. What? Dinner. A candle? Yes. Oh, you're going to set the house on fire. Do you have anything to say about that? Candle. Candle, yes. Ho, ho, ho. What would you like for Christmas, little girl? A pin cushion. You sound like an exciting little girl. Uh, ho, 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 little boy. What would you like for Christmas? A boneless skateboard. A what? A boneless skateboard. A boneless? A boneless skateboard? Yeah. Boneless? <laughs> yes. Is that some sort of skating thing I don't know about? Yes. Ho, ho, ho. What would you like for Christmas? Oh, come here. Hey, you little, you little jerk. Come here. Ho, ho, ho. What would you like for Christmas, little girl? A birthday. A birthday? Yeah. You're missing out on the concept of both. Birthday. Yes, birthday. But you can have both. You can have a Christmas and a birthday. And what would, ho, 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 what would you like for Christmas, little boy? Um, I would like. Keep it moving. <laughs> I have, I would like, um, uh, no Hitler. Oh my God. You can't, hold on. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Jesus Christ. 
Uh, thank you. Oh, that was really special, straightforward Santa. Thank you for coming and and uh, being on the show. No, no problem. I had to record that on my iPhone. That's why it sounds different. No problem. Not you don't need to really need to exp explain that, Santa. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jessica, why don't we get into with some people just sent comments, not really questions. They just sent some comments. Why don't we read through the comments here? Okay. You making me care about horse racing is an accomplishment. There you go. I don't know if it was me. Probably Nick Bernstein. Uh, he was he was much better on that episode. But that's a very nice thing to say to someone. Hearing you and network together was a Filipino fever dream. There you go. Mabuhai. The episode with your brother is my favorite so far. Keep going. Thank you so much. My brother was on for Thanksgiving. We talked about um, some NASCAR racing, which I know people don't like. <laughs> I shouldn't say people don't like it. Just the people that listen to this podcast don't like. But I'm telling you, it's a phenomenal episode if you haven't heard it. Uh, just It's just the best sports story ever. So uh, make sure you, you go back and listen to that. Speaking of my brother, because he's family, I asked him to appear on the Holiday Spectacular I asked him what his least favorite holiday memory is with me. Here's what he recorded. So here I am. It's first grade. I'm six years old, and I'm being introduced to the world of Christmas commerce by having uh, the school institute a quote-unquote Santa shop. And I am super excited. Uh, my little brother, uh, Neil, is four years old, and uh, I'm so excited that I get the responsibility of choosing something for him. And um, I'm standing in line with other children and I see a car. It was a foam car, uh, foam, like squishy, like a, like a, uh, a bath to uh, toy. Uh, yeah, we know what foam is, champ. You know, I mean, for God's sakes, this guy. Here we go. Uh, it was like you could soak water and soap or whatnot and use it, but it had like plastic wheels on it. And I just sat super excited because this would be ideal for my brother. Four years old, still appreciated cars, but it was functional. He could use it in the bathtub. I purchased the car and got home and I was super excited. Told my brother, wait until you see what I got you for Christmas. I'm so excited. I went to my mother, to my father. I told the whole family. I was super excited. And then that morning of Christmas finally came upon us. I hurriedly ran to him and said, here is the gift I've been waiting to give to you. Uh, Neil opened up the package looked at this phone car and said what's the big deal it's just a car i of course took off running across my living room to the bathroom i remember standing crying hysterically Hi. inside the bathroom Hi. and my brother knocking on the door going mike what's the problem it's, i don't understand it's just a car what's the big deal <laughs> that is my brother in a nutshell oh my god uh, what a hatchet Christmas. job what a fucking hatchet job. I do remember this moment. I It's not one of my finer moments. I was a kid, in fairness. And also, he was really excited. I mean, I'm not defending what I said. But I will say, if you look at it from... Look at it through my eyes. He had raised the bar on my expectations. Like, every he's talking about this gift that he got me. He's so excited, but he can't literally can't sit still. He's got to run it over to me. And then it is just like a foam squishy car. Like it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fucking sponge on wheels. Like I'm not, I, it was not great the way I handled that, but 
Also, can you blame a little kid for saying something like that? Listen, my brother's constantly trying to punch holes through this show and what we're building here, but the show keeps growing. Trade market. Thank you for listening to the show. Let's keep moving. Um, Jessica, you have another question? Um, I do. It's Excelsior asked, what is your favorite Christmas memory? Well, first off, none of your business. That's a deeply personal question. So I will answer. It's not a Christmas story per se, but it is a holiday time story. My wife and I have started the tradition of taking our extended family to the circus on New Year's Day in New York City. New York City, the best day to be in New York City might be New Year's Day because all the barnyard animals that were celebrating the passing of time the night before, they're all still sleeping. So you can like go do anything you want in New York City on New Year's Day and it's like delightful. We go to the circus, which sounds strange, but it's like a lot of fun. And so we take all the kids in and all the family, everybody takes their seats. Now it's my job to go get the concessions. So I go into the other tent, you know, it's the stripes and like performers, like jugglers and shit walking around. I go wait in line at the concession and there's this like, I'm going to say he's like late fifties, maybe early sixties, um, African-American male. He's cleaning a glass, like almost like a bartender, like a barkeep. And he's like cleaning the glass with his hands. He's got like a rag and he's like wiping out the inside of the thing. And he's going about his business. He's like another day at work, time to make the donuts, cleaning out this thing. I'm behind here for concessions. Somebody needs a dog. I'll grab one. Somebody wants a large soda. I'm right here. Like he's like all about it. And I'm in line and I'm looking up at the board. I'm like debating what I'm going to get. And then the, the guy cleaning the glass, this black guy goes, there is a warning on the churros. If you get one, you will want another. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is such a warm story to me. It's so lovely. It's a joke this guy has worked out for years. And like he's got it down to a science. And he goes, there is a warning on the churros. I just love the way he starts it, the way he delivered it. It's so warm and it's such a holiday. Like I'm in a good mood. The the, the family's with me. You know, we've got, I've got the, the, that perfect insulated mug gift. Everything's just going grand. And this guy just lays down this killer joke. I really appreciate that guy. I wish I could shake his hand. He just fucking nails it. He nailed it that one year. Hats off to that guy. Fantastic. That's it. That's the show. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, please, if you want to give the show a holiday gift, please follow us. Really subscribe. Get off social media. Just subscribe to the show. Make sure it comes to your phone every week. Write us a review. That would be very kind of you. I appreciate it. If you're listening to this show, this episode, you enjoy it. For God's sakes, give Jessica a gift. Give Rob the editor a gift. Review the show. Tell somebody about it. We really appreciate it. And make sure you come back next week for more First Ballot. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to First Ballot, a podcast that celebrates the moments in sports that really matter and inducts them into the First Ballot Hall of Fame. This is Rob the Editor, the podcast Mike D'Antoni, coming to you live from the Muggsy Bogues Overstock.com small and short editor cubicle desk chair, wishing you and your family a very happy holiday and a fantastic new year. 
Take us out, Stone Cold E.T. Mark the whole great times of darling. <laughs> well, we're outside, it's frightful. And so is delightful. If you got some place to go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Merry Christmas from Stone Cold E.T.